coming up next in our series, the Patchwork Classics, is Patch 34, which was released all the way back October 24 in 2018. Dion. I have such fond memories of this because it was recorded with Andy Lee, and one of the fond memories I have was we got to hang out with Andy before we recorded, but I remember he was wearing a really great T-shirt, mm. and it's sort of, and, and I've got all these worn T-shirts, but this T-shirt was so crisp, and I didn't have the, I didn't have the guts to ask him um, where he got the T-shirt from, and I've been searching ever since, but it was such a fun, it was such a fun episode. I remember um, Andy talking talking about Andy he he was in one of our sketches right didn't we do a sketch on the day yeah mr minute your favorite your favorite my favorite and everyone's least favorite yeah it's it's amazing <laughs> i think one of the coolest things about recording it with him is it was kind of like not the first time we recorded with the guest obviously but he he's been a professional for what almost 20 years and to see mm. someone like that recording alongside you is pretty crazy to see how He's already got the next 15 things he wants to talk about lined up. Yeah, he's just, he's so much better than we yeah, are. Yeah, <laughs> So much better. Well, it's the live aspect. Like, mm. he was like on the spot, decided, I'm going to call my mum here out of nowhere. Like, we would never do that kind of stuff. And him filling dead air and stuff, it's like, it's such a, a live radio mind mm. work. Yeah. It was... Oh, and one, sorry, one of the best things about it, we go on to Janice Platters. Yeah. We certainly did. It was one of her classics. So, yeah, enjoy this, um, this uh, patchwork classic with Andy Lee. I uh, hope you enjoy it. And we'll have another one coming out very soon. Are you the kind of person who doesn't know what to write in a birthday card? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games, and maybe even performing a live sketch or two. Let's try and determine whether the cat's bowl is empty or has water in it. Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for four old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. And Andy. Welcome to Patchwork. Now, before we get started, thank you very much for joining us, Andy. I am very excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. Dion, also I'm, excited? Yes, I'm excited to have Christian here. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm happy to be here. Um, Andy, uh, I greeted you at the door earlier, um, and I had this overwhelming sense of uh, confusion. I wasn't entirely sure what to do mm. to greet you. I didn't take you on a tour of the house. That would have been weird. <laughs> would that it have also been would weird? have been? It would have. Yeah, it would have appeared arrogant because it's a big house. Yeah. <laughs> it, it would, it would have, this is the East Wing. <laughs> it was. It, it's not an episode of Cribs. <laughs> but I, I think that's where my impulse comes from. Is this? Is this sense to when you've got a new? And visitor. it's not Christian's house, by the way. It's yeah, his parents. No, 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 yeah, right, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like right. the podcast is doing great, but not that well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's this. It's this sense of like you know someone new's come to the door mm. and you want. Them to feel safe in the environment so you should oh, is that what it is God. is that why people do tours of I houses i didn't think you were hiding you know mean <laughs> villains in other rooms and I, and I needed a tour to make sure that there was nothing that could hurt me just watch the knife that's just yeah. hanging beside the <laughs> exactly. microphone there i think it's i think the only one you need to is the toilet that's the only shout out you need yeah. go down the hall on the left is the toilet yep we'll be i'll be with you the rest of the time they're not walking off by themselves but do you say that at the start josh um, you might if you go past it. If you go past it, it's on the way. You might I'm, mention I'm it. comfortable enough to ask you guys where the bathroom is. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay. Christian, he's not he's not an amateur, and he's been around for a while. Yeah. He's, he's taken a shit once before. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's the next question: is how how many minutes before you then go? I'm going to take a shit in this house. All oh, right. <laughs> no, no. I reckon years of friendship. <laughs> Yeah, I would say, I would, I'd say, I mean, it depends in the situation, but yeah, I would say that we definitely, 
We'd, we'd, I'd, I'd want to hang out a lot more. Yeah. I think of more concern, Christian, was when um, just before when your mum prepared this incredible looking antipasto platter. I don't think I've ever. It, I don't think it's the antipasto. Antipasto. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've I don't think I've ever seen anything like it before. It is insane. Yeah, so we'll put a photo up. So it wasn't the regular for you guys. Uh, no, no, it's, no. It was, it was, oh, Andy, it was regular. <laughs> it just was a bit irregular in terms of the size. Yeah. No, I think we we gave one to Andy Matthews and to Laura Dunham, and they, <laughs> they all every guest has had their own antipasto. Yeah, Christian's trying to tell you you're not special, but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, um, I went to take uh, a little bit of I think it was pineapple on the antipasto platter, yeah. and Christian was like, "What are you doing? Why are you why why are you doing it before Andy comes?" And I was like. He's not going to notice. Andy will not notice that something is missing from the platter. But Christian, what was your issue with me having a little... It's a massive platter. It's it's, it's not as big as this house, as Andy (laughs) mentioned, but it's a very big platter. The platter is for the guest. You cracking into the platter (laughs) is saying, I'm disrespecting the guest. I'm disrespecting the role that the guest has to play and their relationship with the platter. The platter's not for you. But he's not going to know that something has been taken from the platter. It's not about whether he'll know. It's the principle (laughs) of... The platter has been made to look a certain way for Andy. Right. <laughs> it's a presentation. I'm glad, thing. I'm glad you stopped him. I would have done a pineapple audit <laughs> yeah. as soon as I arrived. <laughs> so We're you, one short. Okay. It's about the way it looks for you, Christian. It's about the way it looks also, mm. but if you had arrived, Andy, and mm. you had seen that there was like a couple, like the cheese knife had a bit of right. cheese on it, there was a little quarter mm. missing from the cheese, would you have gone, that's interesting, started without me? Oh, <laughs> great question. Is it though? No, I, was, I wasn't expecting it to be laid on at all. So mm. I was thrilled with yeah. the outcome. In fact, as I mentioned to you when I arrived, I expect us to be like in a bungalow, you know, out the yeah, back right. and I'd be like stepping over sweatshirts and stuff <laughs> to like get what looks like a seat, but probably a milk crate with a pillow on it. But as it turns out, this is kind of like six star podcasting situation. <laughs> I was just thinking, wouldn't it have been funny when Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniacki, like when they were just starting up Apple and yeah. they brought like an investor over to, to, to their little, and they thought they were coming over to a little garage and it was just a massive house in Berlin <laughs> yeah. with, with heaps of stuff kitted out. And it was like, there's one pineapple missing. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Lee has been one of the staples of Australian radio and TV over the past 20 years. You know him best as one half of the Hamish and Andy duo. He appears on TV right now on True Story with Hamish and Andy and has one of the most popular podcasts in Australia, the Hamish and Andy podcast. Andy is also a musician, which I didn't know about you, Andy, and also a children's writer. He's just released a book called... Seriously, do not open this book. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Great. That's an amazing title. The first one was called Do Not Open This Book. (laughs) second one was called Do Not Open This Book Again. And now... (laughs) Now it's seriously do not open this book. So then the next one's probably going to be seriously do not open this book again. (laughs) I really respect that in the title. I think that Gary Lyon wrote a book called Specky McGee. And and I was was really disappointed by the name of that. And I'm like, yeah, it'll be good for kids, but at least put some thought into Specky McGee. Do you think he wrote that book? Like, do you think he actually wrote it? He wrote his name on it. That was it. Yeah. So, recently I had one of my friends uh, had his daughter turning one Mm -hmm. and I was confronted with the idea of uh, giving this baby a gift and not only giving the baby a gift but also writing a birthday card (laughs) to the baby. Oh, yeah. Do you... So, that that was my dilemma. I I wasn't sure whether I addressed it to the baby or to the parent and whether I wrote a message to the baby who who will never <laughs> read that card. Baby will ask the children's writer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, depends. Like, there could be a sealed section, like, 
till she turns oh 18. God. Like a dolly sealed yeah, section. Like, or until she's old enough. To, <laughs> it's yeah, like a dolly, dolly sealed, sealed section. So like it's just for her when she can comprehend it. Or maybe actually here's the idea. You have a sex, like a test, yeah. like a, a written test that if she passes it, it means that she's at a sufficient <laughs> level of language skills to be able to read the note for her. And so... <laughs> So she gets the test. Um, she tries it every year. She fails. <laughs> she fails. You reinforce every year that you're a failure on your birthday. Until, until she gets it and yeah. then she can read the letter uh, in the way that you've designed it. So everybody who's giving a card is doing this? This does the test. Two, 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 two kids like under that don't have yeah reading skills. I think the test, the test. <laughs> Imagine this is, this, is, this is like um, put into NAPLAN. Is yeah. a, <laughs> like a nationwide test. So that's an option. But I mean, I, I tend to I don't love cards in general. No. Do you guys keep cards? Uh, Great question. I keep some of significance. It's actually funny that you um, raised that because my mum kept some cards from when I was a kid mm. and I realised that some of the messages that I wrote my mum were incredibly harsh. Um, <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, these, your mum kept cards from you to her. Yeah, okay. that's right. So, this is, this is actually one of the cards that I, and we'll put this up on our social media. Yeah. So this is this is the front. So the oh front, my god! So Christian, can you read that? Out? Can you read that out? So listen, can you just describe it? So it's so it's a, a custom made, an awful custom made card. This would so have been about. This would have been a good two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> my mother is forty nine years old, and then it's got a, a, a kind of depressed a clip, uh, art. clip art, clip art, sad person. Guy. And then on the other side of the card, it it has an image. It's a flow chart or a diagram of no, sorts. It scales. No, it's scales. It's a scale. Yeah, you, you've made. You've tried to make a picture of scales using a circle yeah. and then you've used the text button and then put scales on the top but you haven't justified it properly because it's <laughs> and cutting uh, off the bottom and that's exactly right that's exactly what happened and then you it says 35 kilograms where you would normally read the weight and then underneath you've written you wish <laughs> In word art. Isn't that incredible? I hope hope she gave you a card back with like a computer (laughs) and a properly illustrated graphic design (laughs) and then you wish underneath that. (laughs) Um, And then on the second page, like, so the first page says, my mother is 49 years old. There's a very depressed looking man. And then on the second page, it says, I mean, my grandmother is 49 years old. (laughs) Isn't that unbelievable? And And was this for a birthday? Yeah, this is for a birthday. Oh, so is that meant to be nice? Yeah, it was was meant to be nice. Yeah. I mean, my grandmother's 49, which makes you younger mum oh oh maybe is that, is that what you're saying oh yeah you're right andy she just didn't get the joke <laughs> um and then the text is dear mother i don't know why i called it mother. dear mother i know the card that i did wasn't very nice but it was all dad's idea love dion <laughs> p.s you're old <laughs> was it dad's idea or were you throwing so him under the bus no I, d- I don't think it would have been dad's idea yeah. and considering my dad listens to this podcast that isn't something i'm happy to disclose <laughs> andy but for the most part, the biggest issue I have with birthday cards is how shit they are well, when you go all, and pick them out. Birthday cards, all of them relate to, geez, you're old, aren't you? Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Like, that's it. I have a question to all three of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go from left to right. Josh, <laughs> would it, if would you it, will. Would it be uh, really harsh to yeah. exclude one of them? <laughs> Andy, you're not part of <laughs> yeah, this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just go sit out. Okay. Um, what kind of birthday card writer are you? Do you are you a left hand side full page message? Oh. Are you a dear X from Y and just leaving the generic message? It depends on the occasion. I was going to ask this to you if your card writing changes with the occasion. So I think a milestone, I tend to write more a bit more of a letter. Mm. But if it's just a normal birthday, it's literally just like dear so and so generic have, message. Hope you, a, hope you have a great day. No, I'll always write it. Okay, I actually try to find a card that's got nothing inside it because I don't yeah. want it to be anything. Because you get confused whether you should wrap the text around. Yeah. yeah. And like, do 
I work this right. into my sentence? Yeah. I, I don't think it? I've ever finished my name before the edge of the card. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christian really wide and then, <laughs> then you go up the side. Yeah. Up around the top. Christian, in answering your question, um, I used to uh, have a very self-conscious and self-referential um, card writing style. Mm-hmm. So, I would refer to the card. I'd say, sorry about the card. Um, I, you know, th- this, this isn't particularly funny. And then- I called and then, fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I'd go on but my favorite card to receive like which I don't think I've received in 20 years is the card that you open up and it plays the music. Oh yeah. How yeah. good are they? Yeah. I think well, they're great. <laughs> you guys don't. No no no, I just think it's it's supreme technology. That technology existed well before iPhones uh, iPhones and I mean how small must that little computer be inside <laughs> that is playing that song I think you can do custom ones and do your own sound effects really well yours would just be all abuse to your mum <laughs> <laughs> your old mum <laughs> Andy what kind of card writer are you I don't love writing cards sure um, but Hamish and I found this app a while ago <laughs> Um, it's called Lost for Words, right? Oh, man. And the app is, if you aren't very good at writing cards, uh, you go to the app Lost for Words and it will tell you Great. what to write. Um, oh, and the app is no longer available at the app oh, store. No. <laughs> so, it became defunct. But what was weird about it, and I just remember that when you guys brought it up, I was like, I'm going to look at it, but uh, it hasn't been updated. But essentially, it would be like all different categories, like love, Birthday, yep. death. Oh God! But one and, month to go. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought they were going to be really profound, but it was love. It was like you mean more to me than anything. That Jesus. was the suggestion, you know. And they'd have like five of those. So someone had gone through and thought, yeah, this is going to be That's a real amazing. winner. But you know what? That's probably on par for the person who's downloading that app. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what to say. So Hamish and I have only ever sent each other cards with quotes <laughs> that is from so lost, funny. lost for words. Are you just going to use that generic no longer available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. <laughs> but do you guys keep? Do you guys keep the card? So, my girlfriend got really upset with me the other day. I got a card. I read it. I go, "Oh, that's lovely," and I put straight in the recycling bin. <laughs> that is, that oh, is that's amazing. And, that's she, mental. and she went, "What are you doing?" I said, "Recycling." <laughs> <laughs> you do want this to go in a landfill? <laughs> so, she, what are you doing? It's like, I've read the card. And she's like, well, we aren't going to keep it. I was like, how long? How long for? Yeah. yeah. And she's like, well, they've they put a lot of effort into that. I was like, yeah. And I took, I, I, was, I appreciated it at the moment. Yeah. I, I took the words on. So, I don't know why we're meant to keep cards and how long for. Did but you do the same with the present as well? <laughs> <laughs> Straight in the bin. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with the cards. I, I, I've taken the emotional nourishment out of reading the words. Yeah. I don't need to read them again. I'd probably go maybe like Christmas is different because you've got a whole festive season. So, you can kind of have it up till the Christmas tree comes down and then all yeah. the cards can go away. But like a birthday and stuff, I think I maybe keep them up on the shelf maybe a week or so. Yeah. Well, Christmas is part of the aesthetics, isn't it? Like that kind yeah. of hanging uh, yeah. cards up everywhere with birthdays it's just a it's just a clutter factor like would it be equally as acceptable if you wrapped your gift and then wrote the card on the gift wrap i'd i'd be fine with that yeah yeah well you'll know that for next time when you're giving andy a present (laughs) exactly we're at that level i'd be able to take a poo in your house (laughs) (laughs) actually one of the most difficult things is when you open up a card and you suspect that there might be a note of money in there oh great and i don't think there's any like i don't think your hands have any sort of recollection of that muscle memory other than (laughs) you know that that moment where you just go and you're expecting it to slide out and there's always that sound like "Mm?" (laughs) (laughs) the best thing is when there is money you've got to immediately ignore it back. I'm reading. Yeah. I'm reading first. 
I'm definitely reading first. Yes. And if it's a check, you don't actually know the di- how much money it is yet. And if you open it up and the check's face down, you still have to do the whole read through yeah, before right. you turn it over. You just hope there's a massive gust of wind that comes up. Oh, there's $100. My a friend of mine... Um, was, was was quite good at sports. Got listed by one of the uh, one of the AFL teams, and oh. they often put you in with someone. They you get to room with someone who's been yeah. traveling. And he got roomed with a quite a delinquent who didn't last very long at the club. So he, they, they're probably on the list for two years, and it was his birthday, and this his roommate came in and said, "Oh man, sorry, I accidentally opened your mail," and gave him the cards. And he's like, "Oh yeah, no worries, thanks for that." The exact thing happened a year later. He's like, oh, sorry, man, I've accidentally opened your mail. When he realized wow. that come birthday time, this guy was like, I wonder how much money this guy's going <laughs> to So, his housemate every birthday was looking through the mail and taking out the 20 seconds. <laughs> Imagine if he looked in the recycle bin and that's how he found out. <laughs> but the other thing, his car got stolen when he was playing a match and this other guy, his housemate, didn't get, um, didn't get picked right. He's like, oh, this seems a bit weird. Anyway, so he went around to secondhand yards to find the car. And he went in after the game and it was Carlton Football Club. He went in after the game and he's gone. The guy's like, oh, he's like, I'm looking for this type of vehicle. And the guy's like, oh, that's crazy. Um, A guy came in wearing the Carlton top who just sold me this vehicle. That's unbelievable. So he found out that his roommate had taken the car and sold it. And that is a big leap going from money for the birthday card to yeah. literally stealing <laughs> your car. He's like, can you show me some proof of identity? Well, I've got this card here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he uh, he moved out and that guy got delisted. <laughs> Father, I've sinned. It has been 12 patches since my last confession. Well, thank you for joining me again in the booth. Please put your cans on and get closer to the microphone. <laughs> well, Father, um, I was talking on my phone at the supermarket and I didn't hang up the call when I went through the service to check out. Oh, oh, my young, fresh spring lamb. <laughs> Was it an important phone call? <laughs> it was not, Father. It was simply to my mother. <laughs> to your mother? And, and, and you didn't think that you could call your mother back? Look, I, I don't get her on the blower very often, Father. <laughs> so I thought, this is a, I have to maintain this call. Did you at least lower the phone a bit, cover the microphone and say I'm sorry to the checkout attendee? All I simply gave them was a raise of the head. Uh, and it raise of the eyebrows. Did they raise eyebrow back at you? They nodded down. Uh, in understanding? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, at least there's an appreciation. In, in the Bible, there's a parable about two rivers that cross. As long as you find yourself at the intersection of those two rivers, that's all that matters. <laughs> My son. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Your penance for today, please donate all flybys and Woolworths rewards points to the church. Uh, Yes, Father. Uh, I'm very sorry and uh, I'll make sure I hang up my phone next time. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Excuse me. Sorry, sorry. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. This is my first time I've visited the booth. Ah. 
popping the proverbial cherry, my son, please. More spacious than I'd envisaged, actually. Take a um, knee. Father, I was at a pub. Um, not on your day. Yes, I would hope not. But they do make for some fun Arvo sessions. Yes, they do, of course. Tapping into the holy wine. And I clearly wasn't next... And the barman came up from changing a keg and there was oh. three people standing and he said, who's next? And I know it was my duty to turn around and say, it's not me or point out who was next. Yes. But instead yes. I said silent and um, he served me first. Oh, my it wasn't s- like I said I was next. Let me get that very clear. <laughs> I didn't break that rule. My son, they're, they're, it is a part of the church that we uh, treat our neighbours as we want to be treated. Mm-hmm. How do you feel had that same thing happened to mm. you? I would have punched my neighbor in the nose. <laughs> yeah, and your neighbor would have had a bloody nose. Yes, That's and I would have been back in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My son, did you have a, a big order? Two pints. Not uh, just for me. I was taking one to a fellow man. <laughs> one of the fellow travelers on the journey. Yeah. Yes, Is and we were mem- particularly parched. It was a hot day. And we'd walked, and my thong had lost one of its... It, it, it bunged out, so to speak. And so oh. I had... <laughs> desperate for a drink. A harrowing journey. <laughs> for, 40 days, 40 nights does not compare to this. Yes. Uh, were there murmurs amongst those around you? Uh, thy neighbour turned to me with raised eyebrows and pursed lips, as if to say, Fuck you. <laughs> My son, it seems as though you have learnt from the errs of your ways. Mm. Haven't been out of sleep since. Well, have a good night's rest. Your penance is to buy the bar the next round. I'll go there when it's particularly quiet. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Father. So we haven't had a rooibos challenge in season three yet. For those that don't know, um, the rooibos challenge is basically where we try and seek consumer justice of uh, from a company mm-hmm. where we've been wronged in some way. So the first instance of the rooibos challenge was when I went to an Italian restaurant. I was served uh, a rooibos drink. Um, it tasted awful. What's and, rooibos? Uh, oh, oh, what oh. is what? What a great question, Andy. <laughs> I don't think we ever got to the bottom of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> we did. We did. It's a very simple. It's a type of tea. It's a, it's tea. a South ah. African red bush tea. So, yeah, so right. I went to an Italian restaurant, ordered a drink. It was an Emma and Tom's juice. I complained. I was like, this tastes terrible. And, it was, and the guy was like, I think that's just what rooibos is. The rooibos tastes really bad. Anyway, I messaged Emma and Tom's on Facebook and Tom replied and he said, hey, mate, give us a call. So, I had a bit of a chat with Tom and he was like, look, this is what it tastes like. But um, that might have been a bad batch. I've sent you out a whole batch of free juices and bars. Great. So, that's the Hopefully essence. Hopefully not the rooibos. No, not the rooibos. Yeah, he usually yeah. left out the rooibos. But that's the essence of the rooibos challenge. Christian. And we'll never buy rooibos. Don't know if it's just me. It's got nothing to do with tea. We just want everything for free. Today's rooibos challenge um, is to uh, a company that produces herbs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 
And um, this is the email that I wrote. Hi, team. I've been buying Hoyt's Foods for a long time. I've always preferenced Hoyt's above rival brands Master Foods and supermarket branded herbs. Recently, I signed up to Your Grocer, a service which delivers food purchase from markets to your home. I purchased two Hoyt's branded products today, a 10-gram packet of basil leaves and a 10-gram packet of Italian mixed herbs. The basil leaves contained the expected volume of leaves. However, I was shocked as to how few mixed herbs there were in the packet. Although both are of a similar density, you can see from the photos attached that the basil leaves were only a fraction of what was provided in the packet of mixed herbs. I would be interested in your thoughts and would be very open to Hoyt's restoring my faith in the brand. Looking forward to hearing from you. Yours sincerely, Dion. Did you weigh it? Um, no, no, no. So, I didn't weigh it. You but just what, eyed it off. Yeah, so, so <laughs> That's not Ted Graham. So, what I'll do now, and you have to... So, we, we, we have a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page. We'll mm. post this during the week. But I want to show you the difference in the sizes okay. of the two packets so these are the two sizes here andy Christ. what can you see oh wow okay you would say if they're both 10 gram packets the basil leaves is abundant it's like a full yeah that's cushion right. that's right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i would say uh the italian herb mix it'd be half a pack yeah it's probably yeah. half a pack so i thought mm. that was very weird and also for the sake of this podcast i thought i'd write to them which i did now is <laughs> is basil a light herb andy if you if you want to jump the gun and be that Hoyt's representative, <laughs> we can do that. Um, so, anyway, I got, a, I, got a, I got a message from the receptionist who said, could you please provide us with the batch number? Anyway, she provided the batch number and all this kind of stuff. And then she said, we had our QA department check into your complaint. And she said that the bulk density of the Italian herbs is heavier due to the garlic granules, bell, <laughs> bell peppers. Isn't there a footballer called bell pepper? Yeah. Bell, bell pepper. Yeah. Um, and... and <laughs> And, and oil added And she also weighed the product And the weight was 10 grams If you have any further issues Don't hesitate to contact yeah, mate, us The weight is the issue It's not packet size <laughs> I know Anyway I just thought that was over And I didn't reply mm. Then I received a phone call And I actually managed to capture Some of the phone oh, call Great Whereas Basil's very light and fluffy <laughs> Nevertheless I'm going to send you out some more And you just But please go ahead and weigh it um, if there's any discrepancy in the 10 grams, please tell me, all right? Please call me back and tell me. And I will send you out some more anyway, okay? Yeah, awesome. That sounds good. Thanks for the call. I appreciate that. Uh, it's our pleasure, okay? And thanks for using Hoyt's products, eh? Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. That's Bye -bye. incredible. I'd never heard of Hoyt's... Herbs. Spices and no. herbs. Yeah, but Andy, we've lost faith in you because you hadn't heard of rooibos tea either. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You ever walked down the herb? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so so what I ended up getting was they, they sent me, and I've got it here, and once again, we'll post this on our social media. Oh, a, that is what very you, that full. Is, Andy, what do you see there? That's a 35 gram net one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. A 35 gram net thing of Italian herb mix. Think, what yeah. a boon. I ordered 10 grams, got 35 <laughs> back, and content. <laughs> Do you think that half of the the half of the ten grams that was missing is put into all the thirty five? Because <laughs> that's bursting. That's that not safe. Yeah, yeah, that is not safe. At <laughs> no point you weighed the herbs. Uh, no, I didn't. That's insane. <laughs> yes. It is based on weight. <laughs> I know, but I thought that I, I just I thought just it looks thin. They should. You're right. They should be doing a smaller packet for the Italian herbs because when you see a packet that's yeah, half empty, that's right. It feels like you're getting ripped off. Who knows? Maybe that they only make these 35 gram packets for complaints. <laughs> <laughs> 
now it's time to check in on Mr. Minute, uh, which is the old uh, improvised 50s noir that we discovered in one of Christian's storage units. Um, and if you remember the story so far, we went to the old boathouse and at the crime scene, we got a smoky smell and a white knight chess piece. So that's where Mr. Minute is taking the case. Mr. Minute, solving a crime one minute at a time. I thought I'd make my way down to the lab and check out this white knight chess piece that I got. <laughs> Welcome to the lab. How can I help you? I'm here to see Mr. Lee. Dr. Lee, in fact. You got your passcode? Oh, uh, it's 7461. That's the one. <laughs> Dr. Lee? Well, hello. Uh, hello, doctor. Did you get the white knight chess piece I sent you? Yes. We'd never seen anything like it before. Oh, great. I don't play a lot of chess. <laughs> well, if I did, I'd seen many of <laughs> Well, uh, what can you tell me about the chess piece? Mm. It's not so much the shape. It's more what it's made of. Oh, how intriguing. Mm. And um, it's made of Italian herb mix. <laughs> That's an amazing... That's crazy. <laughs> so my suggestion would be I'd find a group that not only works in Italian herbs, but also works in clandestine and other <laughs> behaviours. And right. on, a, on, a, on a drop of Venn diagram, <laughs> and if you find that someone fits in the middle of both those circles, they would be the culprit. All right, I guess I'm looking for the seedy underbelly to the herb industry. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Lee. That's a pleasure. Show yourself out. Now, Christian and I were at a wedding recently and at one point they went to take a big group photo and they got everyone together on the lawns like, quick, bunch up, bunch up, bunch up. And I was saying about how, oh, I hope no one blinks in the photos. Like when you've got this many people, you're bound to have someone blinking in the photo. Yep. And Christian was like, I don't know why anyone blinks in photos. It doesn't make any sense why in today's day and age when, when photography and cameras yep. have been around for so long that anyone still blinks in a photo. So you're saying back with like the flashbulb cameras, everyone had eyes open all the time. No, I'm saying, I'm saying absolutely. Absolutely flashbulb. I can understand the blink. Number one, flashbulbs are scary. <laughs> Number two, they took ages. So you're yeah. blinking, you're talking. Sure. But and, today- And there was like an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's photos is turning away. It's actually surprising like, they were smiling. Yeah, eight out of 10 photos ended in some kind of eye, <laughs> <laughs> eye disaster. That's actually what happened with the Hindenburg. That's why it exploded because <laughs> someone just t- tried to take a bloody photo. <laughs> but I think it's completely reasonable to blink because you don't know when the photo is being taken. Because mm. with smartphones now, but, it's like you don't really get a countdown if it's a big group thing. Josh, it doesn't matter. How long can you keep your eyes open? How long for? can you keep your eyes open for? <laughs> long enough. Sounds like a staring contest. <laughs> long enough that if someone says, all right, we're about to take the photo, everyone get together. From that moment, mm. I'm going, my eyes are open. Really? People are so weak that they let their eyes water. They have to blink all the time. There's so much blinking happening in society. <laughs> my my mum has I reckon only had her eyes open in three or four photos in her entire life. Well, I don't know how she does it, but every single time she closed her I eyes. I think she's preparing too much. She's like, leave them closed. She's yeah. like, okay, just tell me when to open them. It's, it's, we, should, we'll call, we should call her because I, I actually have no idea why she... <laughs> Well, what's her struggle? What do you think her struggle is, Andy? Like, let's, let's, let's ask her. Question. Let's ask like, what her internal always, struggle is. I mean, you used to be able to get the... Get the um, oh, okay, it's calling. 
used to be able to get the photos back from the developer and go, oh, no, oh, I was mom. blinking. But now you can but check now straight away. Time, like, and so you wouldn't be angry with it because it was like five years. Hi, like, hi darling one. Hey, mum. How are you? I'm well and well and well. So Where are you? I'm just doing a podcast at the moment with a few of my friends. And right. the question came up as to, Christian asked, why would anyone blink in a photograph? Oh, I always blink. I, <laughs> but, yeah. My eyes are always closed. In fact, if I just – they just took a photo then whilst at breakfast and I must admit um, Wendy did take another photo which made me think perhaps my eyes were closed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a serial blinker. I like, am a serial blinker. Like in nearly in every family photo we have, it, it looks like you're asleep or it's like some kind of weekend at Bernie <laughs> situation where we've been dragging you around. I, so, why, what do you reckon it is? Closed. I think it must be a nervous thing. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. A nervous See, blinker. A nervous blinker. See, Christian but, doesn't take this into account. But, but <laughs> how do you anticipate the exact moment that the photo is being taken to blink? Is is it a case of when they say... Uh, one, two, three, three. Yeah, three, two, one, go. The nerves take over and you blink. Oh, you, you, uh, that could well be the case. Um, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't take a good photo anyway. That doesn't help matters at all. <laughs> Do you mean take a photo in terms of like you don't snap a good photo? Because most boomers don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, mum, thank you. So, the nervous energy, that's a yeah, great answer. Okay. That's yeah. all we needed. Um, I'll, I'll give you a buzz a little later on. Thank you. Okay, enjoy. Thank you. So that, that's really that's interesting. interesting. Yeah, that's so interesting. And I think that one thing I try and do when I'm in photos with people is to get a genuine smile out of people. I'll scratch their back or I'll do something that, funny. Yeah, that's so strange. I think it's yeah. really clever though. But it, it, to strangers? Hashtag uh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caught on camera every time. <laughs> Good old gropey over Sorry, here. No, gropey McGropey. <laughs> I only do it with men. I love, I, that is my favourite <laughs> quick nickname. It's, it's the name McGropie. with the mook and the Okay. No, that's unfair. I shouldn't have said that. It's, it, we live in a world where the accusations can last a long time. Yeah, that's so true. I apologise, yeah. Dan. You can't actually see Andy now, but he is backtracking yeah. in, his, in, his, in his chair. My, one of my friends, Georgia, her dad has this thing that they all do when they do photos. He tells them to do it. It's what you do. You start looking down. And then oh. you go, and then it's ready. You look up, and then you come down, and it's like, and land. And so you're not looking at the camera. You go up, and then back to the middle, and that's the moment of the photo. But the whole family does this. Yeah, it's like when he's doing photos, like that's what you so do. They wear the down. same tracksuits when they go on holiday and hold a rope wherever they go, so they don't get lost. <laughs> it's great, but it works because you have that instantaneous moment of like, this is the photo moment. It's not like you know when yeah, you know when people like film. Some you people don't know when they're photo. going. Yeah, and so yeah. you go too early, and then you're holding this weird face. But, but that's but that's what I mean. This is my inherent issue in this entire thing. Thing, is that number one? I don't I don't understand why photos create such a nervous tension in people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give your mum a buzz later and, mm. and press a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Um, I won't pass on the number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, just how difficult is it to just you know ten seconds just keep the same face? Do you know what? There was something. There was a solution for this that was built into cameras, and that is that red light thing. How on earth does that work? You know that blinking red light, the anti-blink. Does that? Oh, not- the, no, that's not for blinking. What's it for? Blinking. What's it for? Anti-red eye, isn't it? It's to oh stop. Oh my god, that's so true. And I've just. <laughs> and you know what? I've been thinking about this for a moment. And I've just been trying to Google it, and all I get are like stuff on red light cameras, like speed, like speed <laughs> yeah. and red light cameras. Yeah. That is so Did you dumb. Think that there was some technology <laughs> could stop no, your eyes no. from being closed, I like some sort of crocodile or something. I must it's like the people that paint the eyes <laughs> on top of their eyelids. That's what he did to my mum. Yeah. <laughs> or just the, the glasses with the eyes open. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. The other thing is I find is in a big group shot, you take a photo 
And you can understand the hierarchy of everyone involved, whether they take the photo again. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if I say, if you're looking at it and go, oh, God, grandma had her eyes closed, but who cares? It's yeah. Versus, yeah. Yeah. versus the main person. Yeah, the bride and groom. Yeah, yeah. All for, yeah the bride and groom, they, yeah. that's a definite retake. Yeah. Any celebrity that's in the photo with you, if yeah. they've got their eyes closed, you might go again. That's but so true. Otherwise, that's, it's, it's quite amazing. A lot of people I've seen that have shown me photos of them with a celebrity have got their eyes closed, but you could never ask again. Yeah. I asked Adrian Brody really for a, for a second photo. I I because we took the photo on the first one. He was kind of half one eye was half down. He looked a bit like a robot. <laughs> he was winking. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't look like he was seductively winking. At the camera. <laughs> it, yeah, it was more like he was constipated. <laughs> and and I I said, oh, do you mind doing that one again, Adrian? And, Just- and was he fine? Yeah, he wasn't pleased. No. Yeah, the the, the <laughs> second photo there was no smile. But he only had himself to blame. <laughs> yeah, that's. Right. But in that situation, you had no choice because you, you like you came across Adrian Brody. You weren't going to let yourself have a shit photo with him. So no. he had no choice. No, he, no, he didn't have a choice because yes, he, he did. Never, just leave it. Walk away. You got the bad photo. But what a missed the opportunity. Whole, okay. The whole and we've spoken about celebrity photos before, but the whole point of getting the celebrity photo is to share it. I'm not mm. sharing a constipated Adrian Brody <laughs> <laughs> for Adrian's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Do you know what's really good? Turning your computer back on after it unexpectedly quit to find that you haven't lost any of your work. Really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? A seamless Bluetooth pairing. Do you know what's really good? Riding your bike wearing plain clothes and overtaking a fully kitted out cyclist. Really good. Really good. You know what's really good? Not me doing that. <laughs> no, hey, you know what's really good? When you can put a, an electrical product back in its box in the exact same way it came packaged, so you can return it. Really good. Really good. Really, really good. Uh, we love hearing your really goods. So when we post on Really Good Friday, feel free to comment on our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter. Thank you so much for everyone who's already posted. Do you know what Adam Vincini thinks is really good? When you throw garbage into the bin from long range with a host of people watching. <laughs> oh, yeah, really, really good. good. Really good. And you know what Victoria Bryce thinks is really good? When you get a seat on the train in the morning when you normally have to stand. Really, oh, really, really, good. Good. really, really good. good. And do you know what Daniel Reutemann thinks is really good? Putting your warm coat into storage at the end of winter. <laughs> really, good, really, good. Really, good. really good. And you guys know what Sam Snelson thinks is really good? When your hotel shower doesn't double as a bar. <laughs> oh, really, really good. good. Really, really good. You know what? Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for another week. We'd like to thank Andy Lee for starring on the show. Andy, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, do you have any advice for us, Andy? No, you've got it sorted. <laughs> Remember me. <laughs>
Thank you, Andy. Um, for those who want to become Patreons, you go to patreon.com forward slash welcome to Patchwork. You can support us. Um, you can also support us by going on our social media, by liking us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, we'll be posting stuff from the show today, including the 35 grams of mixed herbs, um, if you want to see what they look like. As we do in every patch, we sew a new patch into our quilt of friendship. Josh, what did you sew into your patch this week? Uh, Dion, my patch this week was you sending a card to Hoyt's Herbs with a picture of scales weighing 10 grams and it's saying, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> and Christian, what patch did you sew this week? Thank you, Josh. This week I sewed into my patch Dion, cutting out the middleman and writing his birthday card message on a $50 note. <laughs> Dion, what did you sew into your patch this week? My patch this week is an image of me giving my mum a very apologetic birthday card which contains a $100 note and 35 grams of mixed herbs. <laughs> and Andy, what did you sew into your patch this week? I uh, sewed a patch of me standing there with a T-shirt on that says, I am not a herbophobe. <laughs> so you guys both accused me of hating herbs earlier on. And my eyes are closed in that picture. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for this week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. I've been Christian. And I've been Andy. Goodbye. 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 Hamish's dad's fingers don't work on the phones because uh, he was a labourer and it's got callus loose fingers. Oh, my God. So, like, a warm sausage on the barbecue is a more human <laughs> thing than Hamish's dad's finger. that on the phone. Because we, we tested it with a sausage. Or a koala. You or tested a, it with a sausage. <laughs> but a cold sausage doesn't work.